Have you ever looked up at the stars and wondered if your world and everything in it is merely the result of four pasty weirdos who may not even be wearing pants, sitting at their computers talking to each other? What if the moment these dorks grow bored of imagining your world, they can just ball it up and throw it away? Well, welcome to Disposable Worlds. Disposable Worlds, the show where we take your ideas, videotape them in compromising situations, and then force them to run for Congress as our sock puppets. I'm Ryan, and I am the guy that hires the prostitutes, I guess. I don't know. Something. Whoa, where are the prostitutes coming? <laughs> yeah, I thought we were just talking about sock puppets. It's not a compromising situation without prostitutes. Oh, that's sort of compromising. I see. Okay. Uh, well, that that kind of changes my role, I guess. I'm Cody, and I'm, you know what? I'm a prostitute. <laughs> Cody's the prostitute. I'm Cody, and I'm a prostitute. But that that's just like, that's not even a job. That's just kind of like my side passion. Um, it's just your thing. Is is sex work in general, and that's okay. But in this scheme here, I do the video editing. <laughs> yeah. That's what really that's, pays that's the big good. bucks. Yeah, the video editing is very important. Anybody can yes. prostitute, but. I take all the tasteful footage and I tastefully reorganize it. I I think I'm the sock puppeteer. Um, you yeah, know. you've been roped into a really bad situation here, uh, buddy. Yeah, they're not actual sock puppets, you realize, right? Yeah, well, I, I <laughs> That's how we got them into the room. I learned that my first day Steven, you got to get your hands out of there, man. Uh, yeah, it was real gross, but I wasn't ready for any of this, so. Well, you're here now and you're stuck with it, so. I know. Okay. And if that doesn't encourage you to send us your ideas, I don't know what will. Yeah. All right. So let's hop in and see who we've got in the honeypot here tonight. Uh, Starbeard Boy says, a reality without space. I'm thinking maybe outer space? I yeah. Think you'd like, have are the planets just like clumped up against each other, just like big old uh, cut of buddies, you know? Do you, think, do you think maybe they like, I don't know, got distracted or something and didn't finish their thought? And they meant like Space Jam or oh, something like that. I don't want to think about that world. We can't even. Well, that's that's what I mean because that's like a pretty horrifying reality to imagine. But just think about it because think about the butterfly effect. Think about chaos theory. Mm. How different do you think our reality would be without Space without Jam? Space Jams. I mean, nobody would know who Michael mm. Jordan is. I mean. That's true. When I was a kid, Michael Jordan was my biggest hero and it wasn't because he played basketball. 100% Space Jam. <laughs> that's not where he made his money and his fame. It was in the Space Jams. Yeah, I mean, Bugs Bunny wouldn't be a thing. Basketball wouldn't be very popular at all. Basketball would have um, never gotten off the ground. Uh, yeah, and that would be really impactful. I live in a college town that thrives off of our basketball, and we would just be a wasteland. Like, yeah. we wouldn't even, probably even have a university at this point. I was just going to interject that I would have never uh, learned to fly. Um, <laughs> or believed that you could have learned I to never fly. I never would have believed in myself enough. Yeah, no, that's true. That actually was my favorite movie and favorite album 
for a long time. Yeah, I was the Space I definitely Jam. owned that album at some point as a oh, as a, big time. As a young child. I know all the lyrics to every song on that album. Was the soundtrack called Space Jams? <laughs> it should have been. If it wasn't, that was that's a that would have been a very lost opportunity for sure. I feel like they really yeah. missed yeah, the mark they, on they, that they one. They dropped the ball on that one. But the thing is, we have to ask ourselves, like we're asking ourselves, how different our reality would be if Space Jam never happened. But what if Space Jam, not only, I mean, it did happen, but what if it like really did happen? What if Michael Jordan teamed up with a bunch of, you know, uh, wholesome children's cartoon characters and saved our planet from martians um i think are you saying that that didn't happen because i always was under the impression that space jam was a documentary well that's what i mean i'm just entertaining the possibility that it either did or did not happen but i'm leaning more towards did happen and i would say that if it did then our reality would be pretty fucked i feel like furries would be yeah a different thing like furries would be a lot more legitimate like people would, you think under the news under the Martian the slave new, rule? Yeah, no, we would. Where... We won. There's no Martian slavery because we. No, no. I'm saying like we're saying if Space Jam didn't happen. Oh, didn't. So happen. if Michael Jordan didn't save the world. Hey, if I'm just if Babs Bunny is real, I'm a furry. Like this, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll cut down to brass tacks here. <laughs> Wait, which which bunny? Babs, Did you Babs, say bugs Babs or? Bunny. Babs Bunny. Well, of course. I mean, yeah, obviously. You know, or Jessica Rabbit for yeah, that matter. Hey. Come on. she's a rabbit. That's cool. <laughs> Or Elmer Fudd. I'm totally a furry for any animal that looks like a hot lady. <laughs> or any cartoon that looks like an animal. Um, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to admit something here. I yeah. uh, have never seen Space Jam before. What? Well, you're not a fan of documentaries. We all know it. No, I'm not much of a like a documentary you, sort of a guy. You you don't like fiction, you know? Just never seen it. I'm not much of a basketball guy. I don't know what to tell you. I think he's scared of Martians too. I always knew that. You're not much of a basketball guy. Aren't you wearing like you're wearing like a Jayhawk hoodie a second ago? <laughs> this was this was gifted to me. 90 percent of the things that I wear, I did not pick out. They were given to me by family members, mm-hmm. and I'm that's, okay with that. Yeah, that's why. That's why on on your Facebook, half of your pictures are you with a basketball in your hands, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. I see. I see. Steven, I'm, I'm checking your secret this. passion that you post online on Facebook. <laughs> Just me with my head photoshopped over Michael Jordan's. I don't like basketball, but I do like basketballs. Well, he's never playing. He's just, he's, a difference. Just, he's just fondling the basketballs. I just feel very at home with a nice, firm basketball. Yeah. They have a nice smell. Have you ever smelled a new basketball? They smell really good, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else we got that. So, okay, so we went way off of base, but that's a reality Wait, with, hold on. Should we space. actually talk about the real suggestion? <laughs> I tried is to. Is that our interpretation? We ended now? up on Space Jam. <laughs> Because I, I think they're trying to get at, like, um, can you imagine a reality where there is no outer space? Like nothing outside mm-hmm. of Earth or... Like, maybe maybe there isn't even, like, it's a reality where planets aren't a thing. Like, what... what? It's it's a difficult thing to fathom. So, does does the Earth... Is, so, is it, like, a pure, endless, flat plane Earth style? Or is it inverted to where it's, like, a sort of a... Um, in, in, in Like, we're on the inside of a sphere, so there is no outer space. It's all inner space. Instead of being on the outside of it. Yeah, it's all inner space. Instead of being on the outside of a sphere, we're on the inner strip of a Mobius strip, so it's mm-hmm. just a rainbow road that goes on forever. Being on the inside of a sphere means that there is still an exterior to that sphere. No, it's What's dirt. Outside of it's that? dirt and turtles all the way down, all just the way dirt out. And turtles. Yeah. But what would you call that? Would you call it space? No, it would be dirt. <laughs> 
So wait, hold on. So if you dig down, like you're burying your grandmother, <laughs> you could accidentally dig down, <laughs> and you find you find your grandmother alive on the other end into the not space. No, it's just dirt um, forever and ever until you hit the magma, and the magma pours out and fills up the inner sphere. I mean, it could be that we are in an inner sphere or some sort of inner like hollow chasm or chamber or whatever that fits our entire planet's populace into it. Mm-hmm. And if you dig through, you enter. What if it's just like a never-ending constantly bridging expanse of other like honeycombed planets mm-hmm. all tightly packed together just alternate realities forever. honeycomb next to each other yeah exactly and you got to find the one where you bought bitcoin five years ago instead of three <laughs> weeks ago yeah if you bought it three weeks ago you're probably no, not, not doing too hot yeah, no, so uh, who but, told you to invest now but somewhere out there you bought it five years ago and you are rolling in it so hard. I mean, if you're looking for five years ago, why not? Why not just go like somewhere where you invented Bitcoin or somewhere where you're the king of whatever planet that is? Like, who gives a shit about this planet? Yeah, but that some... might be like really far away. Imagine how far away that is. I'm the king of nothing right now, but I might own a Bitcoin. Yeah, if you travel <laughs> through the infinite crusts of this these hexagon honeycomb I'm planets, telling you, I don't got my life isn't infinite. Like, I only got so much time. I got I got a little bit of crust to eat through. This crust is pretty tasty, but I'm not gonna be able to not gonna be able to get through infinite amounts of crusts to find the world in which I'm a king. Is there actual honey between these worlds? I hope so. It could be. It could be that this entire system is just a giant beehive and the bees are harvesting us for honey. Harvesting. What do bees do with honey? I know what we do with it, but what do bees do I with honey? I think they eat it too. They eat they it, so they like regurgitate it, and they just eat it, and the re- what uh, the cycle ends, or hard to say. I want to say uh, that they bake it. They bake it. I don't yeah, know enough about bees. Bees. How do they work? <laughs> yeah, Google. How do bees work? More specifically, the honey. Like, <laughs> I get how it's made. I get that. I just don't get like the function, uh, the purpose. Do they know that they're serving it up as a tasty treat for humans and bears? No, they do. They do eat it though. They do. I over. I just happened to have overheard somebody talking about their beehives last mm-hmm. weekend while I was at a kid's birthday party. Mm-hmm. One of the other parents <laughs> That's there. A very specific. And he a very specific situation. <laughs> He did say that bees have to make a certain number of pounds of honey to survive the winter. So they're either, I'm I'm assuming they eat it. Otherwise they're just sleeping in it to stay warm. Or, or they make that honey. They make that honey as a sacrifice for their human overlords who keep them warm Mm. in winter. But if the bees don't make enough, maybe he's just saying like, if my bees don't make me enough goddamn (laughs) pounds of honey, I smoke those bees. I turn the space heater off and they're fucked. (laughs) I turn their, I turn their honeycomb space heater off. Bees, you haven't you haven't met your quota. <laughs> You're gonna get evicted, bees. I've got your queen hostage, bees. If you want to see your queen again, you better make that honey. You're half a pound short. Well, some people just really need to get that power fixed. Winter's coming, bees. I need my honey. Let's see what's next and see if anything sort of gels and Steven's makes this really make sense. really gelling with this character. With <laughs> All right, 12. B Farmer John. 12 time Tony. This isn't even this isn't even a thing. 12 time Tony says, "What's the deal with clowns?" Yeah, I I've been asking this since I was a boy. What is the deal with clowns? 
In a world with no space, what are these clowns? What is the deal with these clowns? Do clowns think they're funny, or do they know that they're terrifying? I can't be the only one who has stayed up at night wondering, like, how clowns came to be, mm. you know? Like, because it's, it's pretty universally, I think, known in our mm. society right now that clowns are fucking horrifying. They yeah. are. There's, um, they are. But, and yet, and yet that is a profession that people have to entertain folks. So who are these folks who find clowns enjoyable and entertaining? It, it makes sense to me. I really hope the people who listen to our show aren't, like, exclusively just, just clown people. We got a bunch of clown people listening to this podcast. <laughs> I, don't, so, I, don't, I don't think they're called clown people. I think they're just They're clowns. the clown people, and I don't like them. <laughs> Uh, for the record, but I'm curious. So you know how things change from one generation to another, like tastes mm-hmm. and and clothing and pants, the important stuff. What if you know at some point in the past there was a horrific event that has traumatized all of humanity to hate clowns? Something you know like World War Two, the clown apocalypse. I'm gonna guess. What I'm gonna guess it's it's the inception of the first clown is what happened. Somebody dug too deep and they hit the clown world. They hit the, uh, okay. <laughs> and the fucking, the clown all the clowns That really out. is the worst case scenario. <laughs> I mean, it was just chock full of clowns. Like, there wasn't even any, you like, elbow that. room in like, there. Like, you would stick your head through that, that beehive wall and you would immediately want to seal it back up. You, would you wouldn't have a chance because it's like, it's like hitting a high pressure oil well. Like, just, just clowns, clowns just sprayed. spraying <laughs> Just out. started spraying out everywhere. Like, the shovel went flying and clowns just went. And they managed. They managed to clot the hole, and they managed to, to plug the hole and kill off all the, the invading clowns. Like what the fuck? Was the that governor all about? of your town is just like, we have to make sure we got every single clown. We can't <laughs> let. If a single clown has survived, they will proliferate. But the thing is, is that like clown clownism isn't like like a birth thing. It's like a cultural deal. So like once you have yeah. clowns in your world, anybody can. Ad- choose to be a once clown. you've been exposed to clowns i don't know could... if you can choose to be a clown i think it's i think it's just like a gender or identity thing you know you like people don't just say like well like in high school it's like what do you want to be when you grow up oh a clown mm-hmm. obviously that's the most logical choice i've been i've been talking to my accountant and he says that financially speaking it's got the most re- like returns no, yeah they say big i big growth for clowns I want to I want to be able to come out as a clown. That's what they yeah. say. I want to I think people really are probably just born with that as in their, their heart future, yeah. as their destiny. They're they are clowns. As Stephen would put it, they are clown people. The clown I'm, people. I'm going to say something again that you guys aren't going to believe, but I no. uh, had a buddy in high school. You are a fucking you... clown. No. I No, oh, I would man, never Ryan. admit to that even if it was true. Oh, cuz I would believe that actually. I have have a buddy who in high school, his dad was a clown, like a full, <laughs> like a full-on clown. So your friend was half clown. He was out as a clown. He lived his life as a clown. <laughs> <laughs> He's an exposed clown. <laughs> was he like? Was he like a, a house clown? <laughs> like, did he have a master, or was he a traveling was clown? Was he on the clown registry? I never saw him in the home dressed as a clown, but I did see photographs of him in the circus, clowning. Being a clown, yeah, i i got a, I got respect for a circus clown, but you would never know it. You, you would never know it. Like outside of his clownism, he didn't have like grease paint behind his ears or any like telltale Otherwise, signs. Otherwise, he was or, a normal person. Just a normal dude. Just a guy. so. Is it something that like did he tell people, or is it something that like his son just discovered? No, he wasn't like. I don't think he was like out out as it like a clown, but he did do some clowning around towning. Did you ever see him consume human flesh? If I ever saw him as a clown, it was incognito. Because in, I've been to some Shriner circuses, and, like, 
I've seen some clowns around town, and he might have been. <laughs> I've seen some town clowns. Let he might have just you. been. He might have just been one of those guys when I growing up. He might have been one of those clowns that threw the bucket full of confetti that was supposed to be a bucket full of water out at me or something, you know, or made made me a Classic silly cloud maneuver balloon doll. I wonder if there's just been like a vast clown conspiracy, uh, like. The trying society to of turn, clowns, you know. Well, no, trying to turn the popular opinion the council of, of clowns against <laughs> the no against clowns. No, this is against clowns. <laughs> it's the council. It's it's the council of anti clowns. You know, yeah. trying to subdue them, put them into the. Well, I mean, think think about it. Stephen brought up an interesting point. Like, there must have been at some point where uh, the opinion on clowns changed. Yeah. And then a, a horrific thing happened. What did they evolve from, though? Did they evolve? Did they evolve from like court jesters or something like that? Uh, no, yeah. I feel like I think clowns actually evolved from racial stereotypes about the Irish. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty I'm, bold. I'm actually not joking about this. No. Big, baggy, torn, patched clothes because they're poor. Big red noses because they're drunk. Super white faces because wow, know, pale. red hair. If you red hair. okay, if you were wrong about this. You're gonna come off as the biggest racist. I'm Irish. <laughs> Self-loathing racist. Um, you know, it couldn't have happened to a better people. I, I was basically <laughs> describing myself there. If anyone asks, it's just like I just went off on a tangent. I do see that now. Me. Uh, I see it. I like you a little bit less than I did a minute ago. Because you, you associate me with clowns now. That's why I usually don't bring this up in conversation. And now I've told all of our millions of listeners. All, all the <laughs> listeners we have know that Cody is secretly a clown man. I, there's no secret about it. You look at me, like, if you if you take your glasses off, if you wear glasses and you take them off and you look at me, <laughs> and your vision's, like, not that great. I mean, or maybe it's a, it's a poorly lit room and you see me. It's just like, holy fuck, I got to get out of here. <laughs> it's it. It's a clown person. All right, let's see. Uh, Tosser's Delight says, self-sacrifice is the only way to get into the afterlife. Is this like like day-to-day self-sacrifice or you literally have to die sacrificing? Like, do you have to jump in front of a bullet for someone? Maybe. Or is this just like, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta help the society, right? You know, you gotta build, you gotta build houses. That's self sacrifice. I mean, it doesn't necessarily spe- say. It doesn't necessarily say that your sacrifice has to achieve anything. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Can you just like <laughs> sacrifice yourself for no reason, just to save like a donut from falling off of a table or something like that? I'm sure you'll get to a certain age where it's just like, you know what, death is becoming more and more likely, and I really want to get to that after that. I really, I just, I gotta sacrifice myself. So I'm sure death. I'm sure self sacrifice will become pretty commonplace in the society, especially among the elderly. Mm-hmm. I could see there being like a real puppy mill that eventually gets, I mean, if this gets found out and like somehow that message gets back that the only way to get into the afterlife is to sacrifice yourself for any reason at all, any, so that any good, any, however small it was. We realized it doesn't matter what the reason is. You Yeah, you could set up a real puppy mill to where like there's a never ending space jam game going on. And every time, every time somebody jumps off of a building, you get like an extra point for your team or something like that. Like, oh, so you're sacrificing yourself for that point? Yeah, they get an extra point. But the game never, the game never ends. The game just keeps going on and on forever. 
I mean, this would be more interesting. I think feel like religion would be a lot more active and exciting, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, okay. Hold on a second, though, here, because um, uh, we get, actually we have a new user this this week. Cool, 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 God damn it. Cool, That's cool, cool. It's cool, cool. Um, performing various tasks will earn you points that can be traded in for extra mans. Every t- so you can like s- sacrifice yourself in service of something and actually get an extra man, get a Wait, get a one. So that up. means you, you that means you sacrifice yourself to die. So that like defeats you get the to purpose. go to the afterlife, but then you get a new man life. So what if you're like I I pulled it off, I lived the perfect life, and I sacrificed myself, and now I get to go to the afterlife? Well, it says but you still you have to keep living. There's nothing worse. It says useful. Uh, very no various tasks performing various tasks. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, like what tasks? Well, they sacrifice, have to be useful sacrificing tasks? yourself is like worth a, a hundred points. You know, like that's a good task. Well, the, the question is, are you are you aware of these points, like how they build up? You know, is there a track? I mean, because you, you you have to cash them in. Like you have to at some no, point. It, what what if it's just automatically cashed in? Like like Highlander. I hate that we're returning to this, but like Highlander, like when you get enough points, and maybe it's an ungodly amount of points. So when you maybe you live to the ripe old age of ninety, but you're super you're super capable and active your whole life, and so you don't really worry about dying of natural causes or anything. And eventually, when you finally get to that point, it's like, man, I'm I'm like ninety eight years old. It's probably high time I sacrificed myself and you know went into my eternal slumber in the afterlife. Uh. But that final act of sacrificing yourself is just enough to get you to that point threshold where you keep living. But you're still really old as shit. So when you come back with your new man, you instantly die again, <laughs> like a heart attack. The shock of returning just the kills shock you. Shock of returning. But that time you didn't sacrifice yourself, so no afterlife. Yeah, you know, because you were too distracted. You wasted. You wasted it. You got to be careful. It says it says various tasks, but I kind of want to tack onto that, like useful tasks, like it, doing your chores and stuff like that, and clearing the table will get you these. Oh, so everyone, yeah. so everyone's sacrificing themselves for people, and they're also real pieces of shit up until that. Well, point. no, you have to like, if you want to, if you want to, like, get yourself an afterlife, um, and and expend your last man's, um, without returning, it has to be like in really almost ignominious sacrifice you have to sacrifice for something so petty that like it just really and people aren't really sure if it's really that useful it's not it's like less useful than clearing your plate at the table what if what if the way that you use your spare mans is if okay so you you try to earn as many points as possible to get a spare man yeah i know i want a spare man just in case, just in case you do die of natural causes. So, like, if you if you earn that spare man and a freak accident kills you for whatever reason, so you die. That when you come back with your spare man, you're like, holy shit! So that was my time to die. Now I know that it's time to sacrifice myself mm-hmm. to get into the afterlife. So it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a mulligan. Earn, uh, earn your mans while you're young. It's like a heads up. It's like a two minute warning. Of like, yeah. yeah, or you could, or you could choose to risk it and keep living and risk getting yeah. into another freak try accident get, that might try kill to get you. another man's before the end. Yeah, what if you like really lived like a really good life and you did a lot of service for people, and you got like a lot of extra man's, but you didn't really write down how many extra man's you got. Like, well, I like the idea of you not knowing how many man's you got. Like, you not knowing until you die that you even have any extra man's. So it's really a guessing game. Like, I really hope all the good things I did were worth points. <laughs> Because I'm getting up there in years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Freak accidents are bound to happen. 
It'd suck to die and like just not have an extra man's. And you'd realize... Well, Ryan, that's what happens to us. Oh. Is that the way it works? I'm... Well, I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> Who knows? I haven't. I haven't died yet. All right, last one though. This is maybe my favorite one so far. Human Rocket says Hobo Police Force. That's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. I would watch that movie. Uh, I would watch any movie named Hobo Police Force, <laughs> or like a ho- Hobo Cop or something like that. <laughs> Um, I don't know if that's like, I mean, if, when you put it that way, that is actually a really exciting premise. But you could put goddamn any noun in front of cop, and that's a movie I'd watch. Yeah. Well, Samurai cop? Clown, clown, crazy. clown cop. <laughs> clown cop, oh no. <laughs> There's something about hobo cop that I feel like is just such an offshoot of RoboCop. Like, it, yeah. it's, the RoboCop <laughs> came out, and some, some people in another movie said, shit, they took our idea. What can we, what can we salvage from this? You know, it's like ah, all this this. research, all this research and development went into taking a guy from the middle class and destroying his home and his credit and his bank account (laughs) to to turn him into a homeless police officer. It's like we've got the technology, but should we do it? We've got we've got just enough resources to turn you into the ultimate cop, but we will also go bankrupt as soon as we do it, (laughs) (laughs) and we'll all be homeless. Benefits of of hobo police force—they're already on the streets. Like Murphy, don't you recognize me? You used to have a credit card. You used to have a bank account. What did, what did they do to you, Murphy? Uh, so actually, in this, in the Trump era of politics, I could see this being like a legitimate, rational plan yeah. that would be suggested in Congress. I'm telling you, like. <laughs> Mr. Trump, Mr. President Trump, we have a. We would you care to answer my question concerning the homeless issue of America? Like homelessness rates are skyrocketing, <laughs> skyrocketing through the roof. Give them all batons. Need a solution. Deputize them. <laughs> Get them out on the street. They're already out on the streets. Turn them in the cops. Make Mexico Mexico pay for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just give them all guns. Give them, give them guns and belly clubs. <laughs> go great. There we go. Uh, that would be great though. Cause you would, I would, I would kind of, I would live in that. Like, I would live in that world where, like, it, every person that doesn't have a job is just in, instantly deputized and given the authority to arrest and <laughs> arrest anybody. Uh. <laughs> but the, the thing though is that, like, okay, they're homeless. Hope is hobos. Okay, so it's not even the homeless. Like they're hobos. <laughs> so these are people that are transients. So like, yeah. they're probably not even getting paid for this, except in like canned beans and handkerchiefs or something. Yeah, they're like just that. coming through town. You know, they're like they're like passerby's. You know, it's the hobo police force. Like like, they deputize they people. On the train, they deputize know? people in New York, and they're like, "Okay, you're a police officer now. Your paycheck is in Los Angeles. Good luck." <laughs> <laughs> they have to like wander across the entire point. United States to go pick up their paycheck. Solving that's cr- kind of fun. What's their What's their jurisdiction though? Anywhere, America. The whole it's wherever they happen. To yeah, be wherever they the happen time. to be. Yeah, wherever they the lay whole, their head. This is the hobo police force. Well, that's kind of fun, I guess. Wherever the train takes them. How long? How long after you stay in one place? After you choose that this will be your new ho- homeless hangout? Mm. Um, after you pick a new shanty town? How long after you stay there are you no longer a hobo mm. cop? Yeah, when have you established residency? Because you have to keep traveling. 
You have to stay in the move. Well, I mean, I don't know if we quite qualify that as establishing residency <laughs> official. <laughs> shanty town. This is this um, is the police station here. <laughs> police shanty. Do they have the same amount of power as a regular cop? I would assume <laughs> they have. So. They have. Yes, the same amount. That would be that would be great. Actually, the the existing police uh, force is not dismantled, but like <laughs> there's constantly hobos running through town. Oh man, there's like even like a police train that all the like the hobos. Yeah, that's hop what I was on. thinking of. It's <laughs> With like the sirens on top. What if this is a last ditch effort by the government to restore order in a time where like all the cops for whatever reason have died <laughs> or quit? <laughs> Didn't we do that in a in an episode a while back? Like all the police. There's... I think we did, but we're returning to Probably. it because this is a much better solution. Yeah. <laughs> cops are gone. All the, so all the cops in America are dead or in the world or whatever and so america has to deputize like the first available resource to fill that role and most readily available and it's just like they go to they go to other people and they're like i'm busy with my job and life i can't mm-hmm. be a cop yeah it's all it's, it's all like, of the dispossessed clowns that weren't able to be forced back <laughs> into the clown universe i feel like that's a running theme with clowns though aren't they like hobo clowns like hobo yeah, clowns is like I, a thing i think 90 percent right? of clowns end up as hobos like if you go to the circus that's the thing like they have the hat with like the busted top and like yeah. the like the baggy pants with the well that's what or... i was commenting on that's what i was saying like that's why clowns dress in like tattered clothes is because it's supposed to be making fun of the poor irish people <laughs> poor irish immigrants the transient homeless police force just want to be yeah, paid exactly. in potatoes <laughs> God damn it. We did establish that you're Irish, right? We've got that. I okay. am very Irish, okay. yeah. Look. So I'm not a so I can choose not to be offended or not, but I don't know about our <laughs> listeners. I mean I do like potatoes, hey, but that's neither here nor there. That's neither here nor there. Who doesn't? Who doesn't like potatoes? Am, you can make anything out of potatoes. I had French fries today. It was great. So so this is kind of what I'm seeing here. Like I feel, I feel like this is kind of like a uh, what is that Netflix movie with the the orc that was allowed on the police force or whatever? Oh yeah, orc cop. Yeah, uh, orc bright. cop. Orc cop. Orc cop would have been better. Orc I would have cop. watched orc cop. I would not have watched Bright. Yeah, um, a kind of a situation like that where like like they're letting a, like a hobo clown onto the police force and nobody believes that he can do it. Oh, so it's just the one hobo. It's just cop. the one to begin with. That's the, that's that's the the story. Oh, they have to test it. They have to see like. Mr. President, I appreciate your enthusiasm for the pursuit of justice yeah, and this law. Is, this is the prequel. But we really can't just like we, we have to we have to establish this incrementally. We can't just go we, go in full bore. We can't we can't go full hobo. <laughs> we can't just unleash all this homeless power. <laughs> but hold on, what if it like what if this hobo cop turns out to be like really good? Just whatever his his streetwise his streetwise charm like just makes for him being an incredible cop like yeah. he always knows the right places to go and he, he just has that feeling and all the other cops are worried that they're going to lose the, their jobs to these hobo yeah. cops taking over his badge uh, squirts water out of it and that always gets really big laughs and breaks He's breaks not the tension a clown right <laughs> <laughs> breaks the breaks the tension <laughs> or is that is that like canonically the backstory of hobo cop yeah he was previously a clown Maybe he used to be a clown, and he now he's trying to clean up his life. And get... I mean, I guess it fits with the rest of the theme of this episode. <laughs> What's the deal with clowns? Is What's the, what is the deal things, with clowns? So. Seriously. Now, it's the hobo cop is trying to clean the streets up of all the clown crime. I see. 
What kind of crime is clown crime, by the way? <laughs> what qualifies it? Is that just crime committed by a clown? <laughs> I love to see a detective looking at a crime scene. <laughs> this has all the indications of clown crime. Johansson, you know what this means. Code 3247. <laughs> clown, clown crime. Clown town. Face paint on the walls. Cl- clown crime would be like, clown crime would be like, I don't know, feeling too many people in a car or something like that. <laughs> but they all die at the end. <laughs> it's just a fucking mess. No, I mean, just that's got to be like, they're not, there's, there can't possibly be enough seatbelts in a clown car to, to safely protect all those clowns. Yes. Or like, there's the crime, the crime scene. You roll up into the crime scene. The investigators are there. The, the light bulbs are flashing off all the cameras and stuff. And you pan down and the victim is just brutally murdered with a pie to the face. Just like his head <laughs> crushed by like a pie. Well, I would imagine there's oh like a hostage God. scenario and like a cop car. One single cop car shows up. <laughs> like 25 co- cops come out of it. <laughs> like we've got you surrounded like i only see one of you and then all of a sudden like 39 other clowns roll out of that one car <laughs> that's why they're useful man like you can save on this really has just transitioned to clown cop instead of <laughs> part of our clown crime division uh, i like i like mime crime <laughs> mime crime mime crime <laughs> Oh, no, that's a movie I would this, watch. This is our, our mime crime unit. Oh, God. Watch out, it's an invisible wall. There's a trap. <laughs> oh, that that has so much potential. Oh, my God, this movie would be so brilliant. Imagine a suicide victim who's just, like, floating in the air, and it's just he's hanging by an invisible rope. <laughs> uh, he mimed himself to death. He mimed. He's got the mime going. <laughs> he's suffocated in his invisible box. He, he forgot all to the put, signs of miming. For, forgot to leave air holes. Oh, God. And, and he's too committed to being a mime, so he didn't scream for help. <laughs> Choked in his own box. A classic crime. Suicide. Is it a crime, crime to kill yourself as a, as a mime? The mime would be a pretty goddamn effective hitman. Hmm? A good assassin. Oh, dude, you'd never find the murder weapon. You'd never find yeah, the murder weapon. And you wouldn't hear a single sound. Yeah, you hear nothing. Like, the only problem... And they're already wearing gloves, so you, no fingerprints. They would kill you from across the room. The only problem is, like... You wouldn't even know how. They, yeah, probably. If they leave makeup somewhere, that would be... Mm. Or a beret or something yeah, like that. Yeah, a, a single glove. I don't, I don't know why someone would take off their glove at the crime hey, scene. Hey, you gotta leave something. <laughs> Unless they're OJ. What a, what, a, what a lucky break for that guy that his gloves like shrunk or whatever. <laughs> what did that happen? What a... Did they wash them? Did they wash the evidence? Or do you think OJ worked on making his hands bigger just in case? Like you know that you <laughs> really pumped them up. <laughs> at some point they're gonna. <laughs> at some point they're gonna have you put on that glove. So we're gonna sting you with bees in the hand every time you go to court. Hand bees. Uh, oh, that's a mind <laughs> Yeah, he. He committed a mime crime. You do the mime time. You do the mime time. You do the mime crime. You do the mime time. What if? Oh my god! I would love for someone, some, some J.K. Rowling type uh, author, to write an entire series of books about like a, a school for mimecraft. <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine if like you uh, are turn eleven years old? It's like Hagrid approaching. Harry Potter, who who learns that he's a mime, you're a mime. He's like, he's like, Harry, Harry, you feel compelled not to speak, 
you see things that others don't you can interact with things that other people can't see what if like being a mime just means that you interact with like an invisible realm that normal people can't see mimes can affect dark matter they're the only people who can <laughs> yeah exactly that makes so much sense what if imagine like a, a mime superhero team who is like protecting the earth from all sorts of invisible creatures and that's why they're like but they but they can't let people know so they only do it in like a performance yeah we would never know they would keep a secret they would never reveal their identities oh my god i would watch that movie yeah why are we saying this on this show <laughs> copyright <laughs> we should be keeping this to ourselves <laughs> Mime crimes. Uh, copyright, copyright, copyright. TM. <laughs> first use is first rights. This is ours. Our idea. Yeah. Mime crimes. Yeah. It's prime time for mime crimes. Man. That took that took a couple jumps. What were we talking about? The hobo, oh yeah, that hobo was hobo police. Hobo was the original idea there. The mime crimes. So, <laughs> um. Well, quite frankly, hobo cop like. I mean, that's another one of those ones that just, like, it sounds good, mm. Hobo Cop. It just rolls off the tongue. But it doesn't sound as good. As, like, that's why I said that anything in front of Cop sounds good. Well, yeah, but... I, it's I... a spectrum, and I feel like Hobo Cop is kind of low on that spectrum. <laughs> well, okay, so what about Cop Cop? A, a police officer who's turned into a police officer. A police officer who is going undercover as a police cop, officer. Cop. So he can police the police. Police cop. He's a part of he's a part of a IA internal internal affairs? Internal affairs or whatever. And he's investigating other cops and he has to go undercover as mm-hmm. a cop. But he is a cop. <laughs> That's the twist. You find that out at the end. He was a cop the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when they're just like, "You're not a cop, are you?" And you're like, "No, I'm not. I'm a cop." <laughs> I'm a cop cop. Big cop. So Hobo Cop is given a license to kill. He's like, he, he's like, he's kind of like RoboCop in that fashion, where like he's got a certain set of strict orders, like, yeah, like protocols. Don't eat food from the trash. No, eat food from the trash only. Oh, that's right. Eat food from. The well, yeah, I, I don't think it's fair that they interfere with like their lifestyle. Yeah, if you're a Hobo okay, Cop. that's a good point. You can eat beans out of a can. Um. See, this is why I don't like Hobocop. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to lean into this for one second. Let's say, let's we, say we do accept Hobocop as a concept. But let's go further and say that it's an, they're all... Like, Hobocop isn't a hobo who's a cop. He's, right? a, he's, a, he's a cop who's a hobo. Because just logistically, I'm, I'm racking my brain to think about how that works. It's a cop who's <laughs> yeah. a hobo. It's a cop who is undercover. It's like all homeless people are actually secretly uh, cops. Okay. That's, there we go. Which would be interesting. It's kind of like men in black. I'm telling you, they're, all, they're already on the streets. You won't, you won't know. You, you're out there committing some mime crimes. And then a homeless person walks up to you and arrests It's so you. undercover that even your average cop doesn't know about yeah. it. Yeah. So they have to mind wipe anybody who's seen a clown because clowns shouldn't exist. What do, what do clowns have to do with this what song? Is, what <laughs> is the deal with clowns? I agree. <laughs> but Maybe that's why they're all undercover. That's the question. That's their task. That's they're their it's men in black style eliminating all of the clown threats that have bled through from the other dimension. The other honeycomb clown. What dimension. are the telltale signs of a clown? How do you t- how can you distinguish a normal person? From they keep a clown? honking their fucking horn in your face. It, it's like it's like that scene. It's that scene in the the Dark Knight. Like you realize that the Joker was wearing flesh colored makeup mm. to cover up his clown paint face. 
So like a hobo cop catches a, a clown suspect <laughs> and, and like wipes his sleeve on pulls his, face. his fake nose off and he's got a big red yeah. round one underneath of it. <laughs> exactly. So the clown dimension opened up like you said, like a floodgate, and they managed to kill off most of the clowns, but a small mm-hmm. fraction of the clowns mm-hmm. got and they're through. multiplying. And yeah, so they they created the homeless police force to to be able to try to like as as that's the closest thing to a clown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The hobo cop clowns in their dimension and and clowns are just trying to like assimilate into our society and slowly change public opinion towards clown positivity so that they can take over because next thing you know you've got a president clown you've got a clown president oh man the final scene of this is that hobo cop has to confront the ceo of hoboco the company that's been turned like trying to make these prototype hobo policemen and he unmasks, he rips his wig off, and he's got a big frizzy red hairdo underneath. And the CEO of Hoboco is actually a clown the whole time. And Hobo Hobocop has to come to terms with the fact that he's been made with clown DNA to become a better cop, to become a better Hobocop. <laughs> they made That's us out of good. clowns. <laughs> That's not bad. Uh, or it could be that, like, I don't. He goes in to shake hobo. Uh, he goes in to shake the clown CEO's hand, <laughs> and as he's walking away, he notices the flesh paint yeah. like, on his hands, and that's when he realizes that. Or he shakes his hand, and there's a big honking noise. Or what? If... <laughs> he shakes his hand, and then water squirts out of the flower on his lapel. <laughs> that would be like, or he gets tased yeah. or whatever. <laughs> what the that fuck? Be the funniest reveal of like <laughs> he was secretly a clown the whole time. <laughs> And that would also be very similar to Who Killed Roger Rabbit. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, it's true. But better in every way. You don't like that movie? No, I love that movie. But I think Hobo Cop has, you know, like that could be... More the, potential? Yeah, I mean, it's it, has, just... it has a lot of potential. I feel like if we made this movie, you would have to play it as straight mm. as possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is a gritty, like, futuristic world that we're, we're talking about here. Yeah, Peter, Peter Jackson direct. Yeah. And there's definitely a very serious sex scene right about in the middle of it. Right about 45 minutes in. It's just honking noises. Just, just oh, God, that would be great, actually. He finds his first his first case. He, like, the girl... What if the he falls repo- in love with the girl? Yeah, clown? no, the reporter that he falls in love with, he has sex with her, and, like, she starts making honking noises when they're having their sex scene. And like, then he's like, what the fuck? I trusted you. I came into a home with or, you. It, I laid in a bed for you. I'm a hobo. I just <laughs> Who found, am I? We found our hobo cop. <laughs> I, I just made love with a clown. <laughs> Who am I? He has an existential crisis, and he, realize, he realizes that clowns aren't that different. Yeah. This will be like Blade Runner, but with clowns, <laughs> clowns. instead of replicas. Clown Runner. <laughs> clown <laughs> Blade Clown. Blade Clown. <laughs> Do androids dream of clowns? Do clowns dream of electric? Do do clowns dream of clown sheep? (laughs) Do clowns dream? This is real. No, it's called it's it's called what's the deal with clowns? What's the deal with with clowns? And maybe the whole the whole movie you don't realize what the the hobo cop is actually looking for (laughs) until the until the big clown reveal and it's like that's why the movie's called what's the deal with clowns. He keeps putting people through tests, like clown tests to see if they're like clowns, if they're humans or clowns. Makes so much sense. He's like he's like shake my hand. Let me smell that flower on your lapel. 
Can I have a handkerchief? What's in What's in that bucket? Is it water or is it glitter? Well, you would probably ask questions you, to like uh, to lure them into a pun or something like that. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. That'd be more conclusive, I think, instead of just like blinking funny or whatever. <laughs> or whatever androids do. But do you think they have clown animals too? Clown animals, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because this is another dimension. Oh man! If there's a whole uh, dimension of clowns, yeah, there's like clown rats and clown dogs and clown gorillas. Oh shit, clown gorillas! Oh no, <laughs> clown gorillas! Fuck Ryan, why did you say this? <laughs> oh, no. Well, the thing is, the thing is, a clown gorilla probably has like inflatable fists. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> it's like no, instead Kong. of instead of really big feet, they've got gigantic gloves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they they would beat you, but. It would not hurt. It would just be like making. <laughs> it would, yeah, it'd be kind of funny but frightening at the same time. It would just be demoralizing yeah. <laughs> until like, they bite your face off. They knock you over and you land on a whoopee cushion or something. Oh man! <laughs> oh god! But are the the thing is like the clowns are undercover as regular, I don't know, Earth or whatever this Humans. honeycomb planet is. Uh, so are the gorillas undercover as like. Gorillas. gorillas got no shame. And are they are they dealing with their own scenario where they're trying to convince the Earth gorillas that they are Earth gorillas yeah. and not clown gorillas yeah. from the clown dimension? I think gorillas got no shame, man. What's what's gorilla got to be afraid of? Maybe I don't know. I mean, like this is like this is a new weird twist though, because this is a world where everything that exists and is sentient is a caricature of itself. And could potentially it's be got a clown. Way deeper than I ever expected yeah. it to get. And you know what? The more I think about it, the more I think that maybe clowns, like a the, the clown version of everything on Earth taking over and replacing them, mm-hmm. wouldn't be that no. bad. Because imagine if you are being held up by gunpoint and it's just a bang sign that comes <laughs> up. Or imagine if you are swimming in deep water and a shark approaches you and it's just like. It just gives you a playful, like, <laughs> fake bite just like, or whatever with inflatable teeth or something. Somebody some goes shit. to saw your head off with a knife and it's just a rubber <laughs> knife, you know? Like, <laughs> oh, they man. saw you in half, but they saw me. you in half in like a big magic Ooh. trick style deal with your legs still kicking on the other end. What if, what if clowns can kill each other with those? Oh, things? it only works on clowns. But to us, <laughs> but only other clowns. So, like, a clown shark could eat. Like a clown fish, but if it tries to attack a, a regular fish, is it is a clown? Wait, <laughs> it can eat a clown clown fish, clown but if it tries fish. to attack a human clown fish or an earth clown fish, yeah, I feel like cl- I feel like clown fish in our world would get the raw end of that deal because they can like regular yeah. clown fish can still be eaten by clown sharks. Well, no, no, it's got to be a clown clown, clown, fish. clown fish. A okay. clown, clown fish. Yeah, but point being, like in their dimension, all of these things that they do actually the clown, kill. Like if, if, hold on, let's just clarify the clown dimension. <laughs> the clown in the clown dimension uh, uh anything they do actually does can injure other creatures in that dimension oh, that would be so frustrating so they them. do it it is they they do not have the best of intentions when they shoot you and it's just a playful yeah they're trying to like, kill you bang but they just can't because they're clowns but does it work the other way like if if i gun down a clown in cold blood does it does it still <laughs> kill him though like i mean if it's a clown or he, if it's for one thing yes i oh, think yes actually yes. i hope yes i sincerely hope yes and it's also not a crime <laughs> it's a one way street and you know what this would explain why society's feelings about clowns has mm-hmm. shifted yeah cuz originally they came here and we were just like what are these playful little creatures what's going on and they do all their little jokes and we're like ha ha that's so funny but it, they're actually trying to kill and murder us mm-hmm. constantly. Yeah, they hate us. 
<laughs> but we don't know. And over the years, we have we have started to figure it out. We started to sort of get the feeling. We're like, you know what? Something because okay, the the, the, the scary part, the, the really weird part though is, so the creatures from Clown Dimension came over, and they can't Clown Dimension people can't hurt us or kill us. So the only way that the animals can survive—that's <laughs> my favorite sentence. The, the only way that they can survive, like a clown shark, is to eat other clown dimension things. So it's clou- clownabilism. Uh, yeah, cl- exactly clownabilism. <laughs> so like you might be like, these, "What the fuck is the deal with these clowns?" And then like a gorilla clown comes and grabs a human clown and rips them apart, and like balloon intestines are coming out everywhere and glitter blood and stuff like that <laughs> and he's just devouring this guy in front of you and you're like yeah. is this supposed to be a joke or what the fuck is going on it's <laughs> horrifying because it's just playing all sorts of honking yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah. All, all sorts of beeps and squooks and the gorilla's laughing hysterically oh man mm-hmm. oh wow we've actually come up with a lot of good like fucked up twisted ideas for movies that i would watch the <laughs> hell out of i would of. watch half of these movies at least we come up with so many movie concepts that hollywood just would not have the nerve to make i know, you know? they don't have the balls to touch this it's too they, real they really need to buckle up this is what the people want world building i really do love uh mime harry potter mime harry potter is very great I think that has so much potential, mime, like Harry developing his mind, mime his mime abilities. Mime magic is a whole concept I never thought of. But the stronger you become as a mime, the less you have to like talk, I guess. Or maybe they speak in their own sort of mime. I can see it's all about. I can see mime Harry Potter like casting his first like box spell, and Snape just walking through it and slapping him in the face. It's like <laughs> you obviously don't know how to but cast it a box. Make, it doesn't make a noise. Yes. <laughs> A silent slap across the face. I really, I think we might have to Photoshop Snape as a mine. For this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but just imagine, imagine like coming up with a, a reason, a justification behind like all the mime accoutrement, you know, all the things <laughs> they wear and like why they yeah. don't speak or something yeah. like that. Because what if they, what if, if a mime speaks, it attracts like things from mm. the mime dimension. Yeah. Or the clown dimension. So that's why they're always silent. Well, you do kind of miss out on all yeah. the fun spell names. Like, that's not a thing you can do anymore. Well, maybe we can hear it in the mime speak. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe it's just they can't speak that's in true. Our, what if our mimes, tongue anymore. Only mimes can hear mimes. Or just, like, funny gestures yeah. that they use over and over again. Yeah, like pelvic thrusts and stuff like that. Yeah. Or whatever. I think it would still be fun because, like, when you prepare a lasso spell, yeah. you got to uh-huh. act like you're actually spinning a lasso. you got to really get into it. I like the idea of a mime, like a shot of a mime loading a mime revolver. Yeah. So it's just and yeah. putting it in his mouth. <laughs> oh God! What if a mime's gloves are like it's it's channeling implement? Mm. Yeah. So it's it allows them maybe not to like cast, but to f- like channel and control yeah. their abilities. So when they get real, when they get serious, they like take their gloves off. No, I. Th- <laughs> I- Time to okay, so mine. so what if the Voldemort of this world is a clown that's trying to get the gloves of a mime so that he can actually strangle people for real? Well, I think Voldemort of this world's got to be a mime. Honestly, we're combining two different realms here. But this has to be one world. Okay, so okay, so the it's the Hogwarts school of clowncraft and mimery. <laughs> <laughs> So, so it's like, God damn it. 
it's not it's not a male female because um, witchcraft and wizardry that's that's got a lot of you know gender stuff behind it so it has nothing to do with that it's just like when you join instead of sorting you into different houses it sorts you into clouds <laughs> and mimes. and mimes or maybe we could think of two other things along that vein yeah, that work um, well but I really don't think there are no, I think it's mostly just clowns and mimes and hobos <laughs> clowns yeah. mimes hobos You're... and vapors <laughs> people who vape <laughs> They're doing vape tricks. Uh, that sweet cotton. Sweet, sweet vape rings. I think, but we can't fit that into the title. It's just Clowncraft and Marmory. I like the idea of Clowncraft. Clowncraft really, really is like good. <laughs> 500 years ago, you would have been burned at the stake for that kind of Clowncraft. <laughs> this is a rich world here. Would would Dumbledore or would the headmaster be a clown or a mime? Do you Could think? he be both? Yeah, would he be able to master both? He would be both. Oh, there's the, there's the potential to be yeah. both. But the thing is, like, the Harry Potter realm has a whole, like, like a, a, a whole colorful cast of all sorts of interesting magical critters, you know? Mm-hmm. So what what are the magical, like, equivalent of clown and mime critters? Are they just, like, the clown I'm animals just imagining, we were talking about? And... I'm just imagining Voldemort is just a guy who vapes. Just a guy who vapes a lot. <laughs> he just shows up and he's... That's his whole thing. He just... <laughs> Just vapes a lot. <laughs> Fucking Voldemort gets all the kids to start vaping. That's really funny. That's yeah. That's his motivation. Honestly, stronger than Harry Potter's Voldemort's motivation. He who shall not be named. Uh, vape, vape the more. He always disappears in a puff of vape. <laughs> oh, that's how he. That's how he lost his body. Was he vaped so hard he just turned into a cloud of smoke? Like his soul. Like he he, he exhaled his soul. No, what happened is like he tries to take a victory vape after killing Harry's mom, <laughs> and like and trying to kill Harry, and but the 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 love power created a mind box around Voldemort, and he vapes. And he like hotboxes himself to death with his own the vape. power of mime love. <laughs> but that would be a really mimes would be really efficient mm-hmm. murderers because they could just box a person. Mm-hmm. Just trap. You wouldn't even and, know it until it's too late. But but if you're a good enough mime, you just get out your mime chainsaw and chainsaw your way out of that box. Dude, mime battles would be awesome. Dude. Oh god, can you imagine the wizard battle between like? <laughs> the, the ultimate wizard battle between two mimes and they're just like that's the thing is we wouldn't even be able to see anything okay, you have to put on when you go see the movie you have to get like special glasses to put on to see all yes. the mime stuff like there's a version of the movie you can watch where it's just all the mimes doing mime stuff and then you can get the glasses and you can actually see the shit that they're doing yeah. that would be uh, so it's just interesting two guys doing a, ma- a mime tug of war like really hard yeah <laughs> When, well, yeah, when like Harry and uh, Voldemort's wands cross or whatever, yeah. you know. Well, that's like that's like the the true mime duel. That's the top level mime duel. People really underestimate mimes. You know what's funny? All things considered, between a mime and a clown, mimes are probably like way fucking freakier. You think so? Yeah, yeah. clowns are the ones that get the bad rep. I mean, they've got that emo garb. You know, they're all black and white. They're really silent. They don't talk. They've got usually a pretty eerie glare. You're really, you just know? selling me on mimes. I, everything you've said has just made me like mimes more you like mimes more yeah everything i said just now in that last yeah sentence. mimes seem pretty goth you know, <laughs> and it's like... oh dude a mime a goth mime band would be pretty cool they just pretend to play instruments oh shit that could be that would be like 
the mime yeah, bands in this mime world. Bands. Like when Harry Potter goes to the Yule Ball or whatever, mm-hmm. the mime band is just like playing mime instruments. So any human who walks in there is just going to be like, what the <laughs> fuck are you guys They hear doing? nothing. They don't understand. All the bands are named stuff like Mime, Va- mime Bloody Valentine and stuff like that. And <laughs> Oh, that's really good. Oh, my God. That's the best mime oh, chemical romance. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, mime Inch oh, Nails. Oh, man. And if someone someone <laughs> finds the Mime Chemical Romance record in a record store, they put it on. And they're like, I don't get it. <laughs> What's going on There's here? Nothing. Oh, you got to watch the video, man. It doesn't make any sense unless you're watching the video. <laughs> That's really really funny. But so clowns will have to understand mimes, right? Yeah, maybe they're like that's some sort of connection that they have with them. Yeah, they can, they can interpret. I feel like they would have to be able to see each other's business. You know what? What could like Clowncraft has just got to be like they could summon pranks and shit, and that's like really good. So they have epic prank battles that are totally harmless to normal people, but to other clowns, it's totally <laughs> deadly. Yeah, very violent. The the clowns always know and can see all of the mimery tricks and stuff like that, so they know which hand is holding the chainsaw and which hold, is holding the feather duster. But the the mimes can always tell which bucket has the the water in it and which bucket has the glitter in it. So that's their upper hand. You and you and water and glitter buckets. That's man. their. That's the whole. That's the only trick that clowns have. Is they make you think they got. A... I have never heard of a clown using a bucket. If, like they don't oh carry God, buckets around usually with out. them. I don't think. That's the penultimate clown trick. You know what's funny about this world, is that like what you know what would fit in really well, at this school. I do not. Magicians. <laughs> Just stage magicians. <laughs> but like stage like, magicians. Mind freaks. <laughs> David Blaine's. <laughs> It's just mimes, wizards, mind freaks, and vapors. Uh, there's got to be a better fourth solution than vapors. As funny vapors as that stay is, or I'm out. If fit. we get rid of vapors, no I'm one done. goes on stage and vapes for an audience, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, in Las, nobody, in Las Vegas, fuck, look, man. nobody vapes for themselves. They vape for other people to see. That's the only reason people vape. I that actually I think is true, and that's why they made vape juices so visible or vape cotton. And very good smelling. And it is its own form of magic, honestly. Okay, so we got magicians, we got mimes, we got clowns. What's the fourth? Vapors! Or I'm done. No, man. Think. Rack your brain. Think of something good. Strippers. Strippers. Strippers might actually be pretty good, actually. Like Chip and Dale dancers. (laughs) (laughs) Not fully convinced, but I'm I'm not blackballing it yet, either. You don't like how Strippendor? Do you not approve of that line of work is that the problem i don't know if it's magical enough have you ever seen a chippendale dancer it's magical no it's magical magic mike anyone no (laughs) uh all right well that's a world i'm very proud of this one (laughs) this is i actually really did enjoy. this is the most marketable one that we have so far i think we did a good job this time we came up with a lot of stories that i'm really interested in like actually exploring and learning more Mm. about it's too bad they have to die here right now. Yeah, they are getting disposed of. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks to all of our um, listeners. Thanks to everybody who submitted ideas. Starbeard Boy, 12-Time Tony, Tossage Delight, Cool Thlulu, Human Rocket. Thank you so much. Can't do it without you guys. Check us out on radbotproductions.com to see what we're doing and other projects we're working on. Catch us on Reddit at our subreddit, Disposable worlds and we are disposable underscore worlds on reddit as well listen to us on itunes or wherever you get your podcasts download us 
subscribe to us. <laughs> Put us in your us. pocket. Take us home. Download me. Download it all. Thank you to everyone from Belafonte for the use of our theme song, Bastion, from their e- their EP, Prime Meridian, which is on iTunes and Spotify. Check check clown music <laughs> and mime. Clownmusic.com. Mime what kind of what kind of music are they? Clowncore? <laughs> yeah, they're they're a clowncore band. <laughs> oh. That's it. All right. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Good night. That's all I know. Oh. There she blows. <laughs> Oh, that was ridiculous.